0: The eleventh letter in the olive base is the letter chaf. The graphic design of a chaf is similar to that of one's hand, like this, when you cup your hand. And the chaf also looks like a chauffeur that is bent. For the halach is that a chauffeur is supposed to be bent and not straight. The phonic of the letter chaf is either like a K or a C, which is ka, depending on the nukuda, the vowel that is placed under the chaf. It could be either cha or ka, or if it's a cholam, it could be koi. And the, the uh, phonic can also be like a ch, which is a ch sound. Depending if the chaf has a dot in it. If it has a dot in it, it's like a k. If it has no dot, it becomes a chaf. So that is the phonic of the letter chaf. The gematria of chaf is 20. 20 is also made up of eser, eser, akaf, 10 and 10, which alludes to the 10 utterances of creation, which were dependent upon the the Ten Commandments. When God created the world with the Ten Utterances, he said that these Ten Utterances are dependent upon the fact that the Jewish people will accept upon themselves to follow these Ten Commandments. Furthermore, if you spell out the word Esrim, 20, in Hebrew which is esrim, esrim equals 620. And this alludes to the 613 commandments and the seven Noahide laws. Because in the Ten Commandments, there are 620 letters. Because even though there are basically ten commandments, the ten are only the general laws of the Torah, but really there are 613 commandments plus the seven Noahide laws. Another way of explaining it is that the seven laws allude to the seven laws of the rabbis, which include the lighting of Shabbos candles, Shabbos candles, the uh, washing your hands before you eat, blessings before you eat, reciting halal, etc., etc. The number 620, which is the gematria of the word esrim, 20 in Hebrew, also is equivalent to the word keser, keser malchus, the crown of the king. For this alludes to Almighty God, who is the king of the universe. But keser also alludes to the attribute in Kabbalah, which is the first of the attributes that precedes the attribute of chachma, even the attribute of wisdom and understanding, Kesser is the crown, just like a crown goes above one's head. So too, kesser goes above one's intellect. Kesser equals 20. 20 is 10 and 10, alluding to the fact that in Keser there are two qualities. There are the 10 qualities of Ratzon, the 10 qualities of will and desire, and then there are the 10 qualities of Tanug, pleasure. And therefore our rabbis tell us that the halacha of Torah is compared to the keser, the crown of Torah, because that is God's will. When you read the Chumash or you study the Talmud, you don't know yet the final decision. But once you know the final decision and you perform the final decision by putting on the tefillin, by giving the charity, by making a blessing on the Shabbos candles, this brings tainug, this brings pleasure to Almighty God. And this is also fulfilling God's Ratzon, God's will. And this is also the meaning of the letter Chaf. Chaf means kafuf, to bend. By the fact that a person bends his will to God, he now fulfills God's will and brings about God's pleasure. So the concept of Chaf really alludes to the concept of bittel Self nullification. And that also connects with the concept of Anochi. The first word of the Ten Commandments is Anochi, I. I am God, your Lord. There are two ways to say I. One is Ani or Anochi. Ani is I, and Anochi is I. The difference is Ani is I in a boastful, egotistic manner. Anochi is I in a humble manner, because ani has the letter chaf in it, which represents humility, to bend and to give over your will to a higher reality. Also, the concept of kafuv to bend alludes to the chauffeur, as we said earlier that the chaf looks like a chauffeur, and the law is that a chauffeur must be bent. That the mitzvah, to have a shofar, says the code of Jewish law, is that the shofar should be bent because this represents one who bends his will to fulfill the will of God. And by blowing the shofar, we coronate God as king. And by blowing the shofar, we also fulfill the concept of teshuva, which is to return to God, to bend towards God. And we are told in Kabbalah and Chassidus that on Rosh Hashanah, at the time of the lighting of the candles, Almighty God ascends and leaves the world. When we blow the shofar, God comes back down into the world in a greater and a much more powerful force. What brings God back? The blowing of the shofar. The shofar reaches God's keser. The shofar reaches God's crown. It creates a will and a desire for God to come down into the world. For when God sees that the Jewish people want to return to him, and they want to do his will, to do his mitzvos, this causes a will within God to come down to the world. But there are two levels of keser. As we said earlier, 10 and 10, there's the inner will and the outer will. The inner will is God wants to be king, but even when he wants to be king, he can't remain in the palace. Then there's the lower level of keser, and that is that God desires to wear the crown and to be king and come down to the Jewish people, come down to the world. And this also explains the two different types of chaf. We have two different types of chaf. We have the chaf, which is the chaf kafufa, the chaf that is bent. And then we have the chaf pishuta, the chaf that goes down. The chaf kafufa represents how God, the king, is within himself. However, the chaf pishuta represents how God comes down into the world to be king of the universe. And this is also grammatically correct when we say the letter chaf at the end of a word. The long chaf it's always placed at the suffix. So we affix the long chaf at the suffix. And when you affix the long chaf at the suffix, it becomes you. In other words, when I'm talking directly to you, lecha to you, now I am talking to you face to face, implying that the person is standing in front of me. So the king is standing in front of us. Which means, I will glorify you, my lord, my king. I am talking to you directly. Or your kingship, is the kingship of the whole world. So the idea of the long chaf, the chaf bishuta, alludes to the fact how God comes down into the world to be king over the universe. And all of this comes together in the following story. The famous Hasidic master, Rabbi Levi Yitzhak of gives the following mashal. He gives the following parable. He says that there was a king that lost his way in the forest. And he met peasants and he asked them the way back to the palace. However, they had no clue. Finally, the king met a wise man. And he asked the wise man, how do I get back to the palace? And the wise man showed the king, and he walked with the king. And he brought the king back into the palace. Years later, the wise man did something that was improper. And he caused the king a lot of anguish and pain. And now the king wanted this man tried. In this man's anxiety, he fell before the king. And he told the king... That he has one plea that the king put on the clothing that he wore the day that he was found in the forest, and that he too, the wise man, would put on his clothing, the clothing that he wore the day he saw the king in the forest. And once the king put on his clothing and he saw the wise man wearing his clothing, the king instantaneously began to grow closer. And have mercy upon this individual. And so we are told that this is a mushal, says Rabbi Yisroch of of the history of the Jewish people. First, God went to all the nations of the world. He was lost. He asked them, do you want my Torah? They said, no, we don't want your Torah. Finally, he finds a wise man, the Jewish people. And he says, do you want my Torah? They said, yes, we want your Torah. We will follow you, Torah, and you will be our king. And then at Matan Torah, on Sinai, God blew the shofar. And he gave us the Ten Commandments. However, as time went on, the wise man, the Jewish people, forgot about the Ten Commandments. And they did things that were improper. And they caused God to become angry. God wanted to leave the world. And so on Rosh Hashanah, we blow the shofar. We remind God of the day that we found him in the forest. We remind God how we made him king. We remind God that we want to keep his Torah. The shofar also reminds us that we have to do tshuva, that we need to return. And by doing so, we create this desire in the crown of the king. And we create this ta'anug, this, this, pleasure that God has in the Jewish people performing his commandments. And so the letter Chaf represents the concept of how every Jew submits to the will of God. And once we create this inner pleasure, God once again descends to the world with a greater power, with a greater joy, and with greater blessing for all humanity for the world to come.